Hi, friends. Welcome to the Showgirl Tip of the Day podcast. Today's topic is a sensitive one. We're going to talk about eating disorders. We're going to talk about recovery. We're going to talk about this industry and how the standard of thinness and being small has created quite a bit of havoc and trauma and pain for many people. I actually have a few guests on this podcast. One is Callie Johnson. The other guest is Christy Debro. Both are beautiful young performers, and they have struggled through the years. And talking with them made me realize there was a lot of talk and drilling into my physical existence that I was only valuable if I looked a certain way. There was one job I got where I put on a few pounds and I was told about it daily. I lost the weight. I get it. You know, I get it if you're in a specific show playing a specific character. But what we're talking about here is people who end up starving themselves to fit the old norm of what a performer should look like and be. I'm here to talk about being healthy. As a human being, we need food to live. You know, like there's things that you can not do, right? You can not smoke, you can not drink, you can not take drugs, but we all have to eat. If we don't eat, we won't be alive anymore. So this is a very tricky topic and I have tried to deal with it in the most compassionate and loving way I can. If I say anything that offends anybody, I am apologizing. In this podcast, I'm trying to bring to light some things. Not everything is sparkly and pretty. This is one of those things that's the underbelly of our business. There's many other topics that are equally, that are not as great. I'm trying to just bring about change, trying to create change through lovingly talking about everything. Let me know what you think about this episode. Thank you. This next guest, Callie Johnson, is someone that I deeply respect and admire. Talking with her has really shed some light for me. I grew up in the industry in a time where there were weigh-ins. You had to be a certain size, a very small size. There was a certain look, especially for dancers, that you had to attain by any means necessary, actually. I want to talk about this. I've learned a lot over the last few years. So we're going to talk to Callie and we're going to see what she has to say. So I'm here with Callie Johnson. Welcome to the show girl tip of the day podcast, Callie. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Are you currently in Los Angeles? I'm currently at home visiting family. Well, you and I have been talking since the pandemic. You were one of the faithful class goers. Do you remember that time? It seems like so long ago, but yet it seems like yesterday. It seems like so long ago, but yeah, like yesterday as well. I really respect you talking about it. So do you want to just tell our audience a little bit about your Instagram account and what you currently are recovering and how you're dealing with that? I just, I find your journey really incredible because you're going to help so many people. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for that. That means so much to me since you as an educator was one of the few educators I had at AMDA that really made me feel welcome in dance classes. And dance class is definitely really scary for me. And you always made me feel so welcomed and supported in that kind of environment. I am so (laughs) thankful to be here. Um, Thank you. Thank you. I love teaching. And I just I want everyone to know that it dances for everyone. And you have to start just by doing it. And 
no matter if you want to make performing your career or just dance to enjoy it, it's, it should be a safe place and it should be a place where you feel that rhythm and the music and each other. And it's just, it's my favorite thing, clearly, because yes. I can't stop doing it. Um, so, so go ahead, please tell me what's going on and what, what have you learned lately? So I currently have an Instagram account called Recover with Callie, and I am a recovering queen, as I like to say, a recover queen of having an eating disorder. I've struggled with an eating disorder on and off since I was in eighth grade. And what my, me and my team like to say, it's like having, putting a bandaid on an open wound, like in this industry, having an eating disorder, because it's going to be something that repeatedly you're hitting your head up against the chair, like over and over and over again. So it's really, really difficult. And this past April, I started treatment at Alsana, which is this eating disorder recovery treatment center. And it wasn't until then that I learned that I have to do and I have to be who I want to be. It doesn't really matter what other people are thinking, because at the end of the day, everyone else is probably worried about what they're doing, just like I'm worried about what I'm doing. And it took me 10 plus years of fighting with myself and being upset with myself and upset with my body. And it just took me realizing that I have to do it for me. I have to want to get better for myself and I have to want to get better for this industry. And when I see, um, I'm a, I'm a vocal coach as well. So when I see my students struggling with body dysmorphia and the way they look, it breaks me because I would never, ever, ever want my students to feel hurt or like they're not enough or they're not good enough. They're not a good enough dancer. They're not a good enough singer. They're too big. They're too small, whatever the case may be that breaks my heart. And it came to the point of where I had to just talk to my inner child. And I would never look at 10 year old me and be like, Hey, you're overweight. Hey, you need to lose a couple of pounds. I would never say that to my younger self. So why did I let all the people in my life say these things to me and put that toll on me? So I just love talking to my inner child. I think that's something that really has helped me the most. I have my lock screens, a picture of me in a tutu when I was five years old taking dance class. I used to hate dance class because of the mirrors. The mirrors would terrify me. Looking at myself in a leotard and a line full of women was so scary for me. But now dance is something I love because it's something I can do freely and I can just express myself. I, I really respect you for saying all of this. And um, one of the things in the pandemic is I offered classes that were in a Facebook group so people could see me teaching, but I couldn't see them. And I know other teachers did Zoom, but one of the biggest, one of the biggest feedback pieces of feedback I got from my older students, these older ladies started taking my class and they said, I've always wanted to take ballet, but I never felt like I could go to class because I didn't want anybody to see me. And I like taking your class because nobody can see me. 
And that just, it broke my heart because of course I was really grateful to teach during that time. And luckily, you know, we had, some of us had cameras and were able to set that up, but hearing that over and over just broke my heart. When I was in college, I was constantly told I was overweight and I look at the pictures of myself in college and I was like, no, you weren't, but it was a dance program and the teachers were ballet and modern based. And so there was one year where I lost a lot of weight and you could see my ribs and everything. And they, the teachers were all so pleased. They were like, now you look good. Now you look good. And I'm just like, oh my good Lord. Once in the cafeteria, I had a, I'll re- I remember this after a full day of dancing, I had a tuna sandwich and you know what a chip witch is? It's like a wrapped ice cream yes. sandwich, two chocolate chip cookies, right? So, you know, the food plan cost money. So I bought this food with the food plan and I was at the cafeteria and the head of the dance department came around to all of our tables. Anybody who was in the dance department, he grabbed my chip, witch, which was wrapped. And he said, you don't need this, my dear. And he grabbed it and took it. Oh, no. Now, yeah. And I was like, my chip, witch, But I didn't say that, of course, because he instilled, instilled such fear into us. So I never wanted to be that kind of teacher. And I have tried so hard to be kind and welcoming, but he literally took food off my plate. That's crazy. When I first went to LA and started my fifth semester, I had lost so much weight. And it was the first time in a tap class that a teacher pointed me out and said, I like what you're wearing. And it was the first Mm. time I had ever been complimented, complimented on my body And I was like, I looked in the mirror that night and I was like, why doesn't this feel good? I've been waiting so long for an instructor to just tell me your body looks good. I like what you're wearing. This is good. And then when it finally happened, I looked in the mirror and I was like, but I'm so miserable right now. Wow. What, what made you decide that you needed to get some help? What was the deciding factor or thoughts that you had? I think it was I was doing in class, I was actually working on Elle Woods. And I was singing Legally Blonde. And I was just singing the song. And I was like, this is not acting anymore. I am not acting this song anymore. I want to go back, just like Elle wants to go back. And I was thinking and I'm like, wait, I am Elle Woods. Just like your Elwoods, your Elwoods, their Elwoods, we're all Elwoods. Like everyone says like Elwoods is just a dumb blonde, but she's so much more than she is a leader. She is strong. She um, knows what she's doing. She has great fashion sense, of course, but she is a strong leader. And when I played that role, it took me through so many different emotions. And I was like, wait. I want to be my own version of Elle Woods. And I can't be right now because I am in so much pain from suffering, from starving myself. Mm. Oh my God. Here's the thing though with food is like, we have to eat to live. You know what I mean? 
-hmm. like things like smoking cigarettes or something else, you can say, oh, it's bad for you. So I can, you know, with some help, I can maybe stop smoking. But like, we literally cannot stop eating. We have to. And, and what, what do you think, um, what turned the corner for you and led you in your recovery program? What, what kind of was the, did you have to go talk to a specific counselor or therapist one-on-one or was there group classes? Yeah. So I had, um, I was in a virtual PHP program, so it was online. And so that was very, I was very fortunate for that because I got to stay home with my cat, but also be in therapy. So that was very good for me. Um, But um, we did group therapy. So we would eat meals together online and we had like 20 minutes to prepare our food ourselves, And then we would eat it on camera together. And then we'd have after that, we'd have classes together, like different trauma workshops, um, meal planning groups, things like that. And then we do another meal together and then we'd log off for the day. And how did that help? It helped so much because I used to hate eating in front of other people and it taught me to be uncomfortable with eating around other people. And like, it is sometimes uncomfy but it made me work through the uncomfortableness and now it doesn't bother me anymore, but it was really beneficial just listening to other people who also struggle. I, there were quite a few people in my group that were also actors and singers and dancers. So it was just really interesting hearing other people's point of views and how they struggle because it makes you feel like you're not alone, that this is something that a lot of people struggle with, especially in this industry. So when you are auditioning for something, a lot of times, even though they're not allowed to ask you how much you weigh, there is something called typing out. Mm -hmm. So especially with something specific, like the Rockettes, you have to be a certain height, And I don't know if they do weigh-ins anymore, but they used to weigh them weekly or several times a week. And they were not allowed to outgrow their costume. Now, are you, do you feel like that's okay? Because in a way I, I do see the point if someone is building a costume for a set of specific kind of dancers like the Rockettes, right? I think that by taking the job, you're agreeing to like be in that same costume for the duration of the gig. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but I do think that so much pressure is put on performers to be super skinny. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying to, to not put my foot in my mouth. I, I do think that I was conditioned to be judgy of, of other people's like other dancers, physical forms, Mm -hmm. because I was treated so cruelly that it just kind of like, well, that's how it is. That's how the industry is. And I'm seeing now that things 
are changing and different body types are being cast on Broadway and cast in tours and shows, which I think is great because, you know, not everybody can get themselves to be waif like and thin. It's just not, it's just not healthy. Mm-hmm. I think personally that costumes should be made for the performer. And I think this specifically because I went to an audition a couple months ago. And before I even went into the audition room, they weighed me. And this I remember was- that. And this was the first time I'd been weighed in years. I'd been trying not to know my weight for years. And this was the first time I heard my weight and it spiraled me out of control. And it was very triggering for me um, because it just is unreal to me that um, they would want to know my weight before they knew my talent. That's something that really didn't understand. I'm shocked that they let that that even happened. And here's a question. Why did you agree to be Wade? Because if that's what they were doing, I would have I would have left. But I know you were trying to get a job. So exactly. If I would yeah. say if I would could go back in time, I would have just left because it wasn't worth it. The 10 minutes in the audition room wasn't worth the yeah. triggering situation that they put me through. No, I, I agree. I agree about that. Um, you know, it's hard too, cause you're, you're young. And when, when there's young performers, you're just trying so hard to make the connections. You don't want to be difficult. You don't want to say things that might put you in like, Oh, that person's a diva. That person's difficult. So a lot of times we just accept treatment that is not okay. Yeah. And it's, it, it is changing a little bit. People are speaking out and social media can be a good thing. Sometimes I think it gets, it gets excessive sometimes when everybody who wasn't in a situ, like sometimes when things happen in a Broadway audience and everybody jumps and adds their two cents. And if they weren't there, I'm like, you weren't there. So, (laughs) you know, but with with eating disorders, I just feel like so much more. We all have to learn so much more about it. Yeah. But because there's so many things about eating disorders that people don't really realize. Because like for me, like I know I'm going to struggle with an eating disorder my whole life. There's going to be yeah. kids of times where I'm doing really well, but I'm still going to have those thoughts that are going to be in my mind. But at the end of the day, it's what I do with those thoughts and how I change them around. And that's why it's so important. Something that I realized is special people help special people, which is why I believe like both of us um, are doing right now just with this podcast. You know, we both have been through things, different things, and now we are sharing our stories and we're being able to help other people. That's so great. So going forward, you are pursuing a career in musical theater. And are you also going for film and television? Yes, both. Good, 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 good. So how would you, how would you give some advice to someone who's maybe just starting out? And what would you say to maybe like your, yourself 
couple of years ago, what would you, what would you say now knowing what you know and having learned what you've learned so far? I would say you're a rock star. Don't care what other people think you're beautiful and capable more than you know. Because I think when I was just starting out, when I first moved to New York, when I was 17, I just wanted to, I wanted everyone to like me and I just wanted to fit in so badly and it almost took everything from me. Isn't, I think we all want everyone to like us. I think that's just human nature. Don't you think? Yeah. I think we all just want acceptance and we want everyone to think we're talented and good, but I think the, the older we get, the more we realize that once we stop caring what other people think, then we can really just become our own true selves. And self-love is so important, but it's also very difficult, I find. Yes. Yeah. And, and sometimes we have to make choices you know, I always remember my child once had this app for school where she had to take care of a plant and she had to make sure the plant got enough water and light and all these things. And I just remember that. And I was like, wow, what if I tried to take care of myself just a tiny bit like that like, app? Yeah. That's really, really cool. Yeah. Sleeping is one thing I'm working on, really getting good night's sleep and going to bed when I'm tired and not trying to stay up too late, all those things. Um, and also, you know, eating in a healthy way with good, healthy food. So do yeah. you mainly cook for yourself now? Do you eat out a lot or what's your... Are you on a regimen or is that discouraged? I have a meal plan of certain things of like certain times of the day when I should or should not be eating. But right now I'm just trying to focus on um, just eating when my body is hungry, when my body needs fuel, because there's a big difference than me wanting, craving something and then versus my body needing fuel to function. So I've just really been tuning in with my body and trying to understand what it needs and what it wants. But I'm a big HelloFresh fan. I love HelloFresh. Um, so I really recommend HelloFresh if you don't know how to cook or you're just trying to start out making healthy meals for yourselves. It's really, really helped me. A few of my friends use that and they love it. It's good. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm, I'm so glad we're talking about this. What would you say is the biggest light bulb moment for you in the last six months? Um, what would you say like really is working for you right now? Um, looking for the bigger picture. I think that's really it because I'm a intellect. And when I think, I think a million miles an hour and it's really hard for me. And I get really excited about something that happens like a year in advance. 
Um, so baby steps, I've been really working on baby steps and looking at the big picture at a glance. Um, that's really been really helpful for me because if like, I think I'll just be here and I'm like, Oh, I'm going to be in New York so soon. And it's like, okay, wait, Callie, you have to do a, B, C, D before you get there. And then it calms me down and recenters myself. So really grounding myself has been really, um, really important. And a big light bulb moment is just slowing myself down and allowing myself to relax. That's really helpful. Now, if someone wants to follow you on Instagram, can you give everybody your, is it a private account or are you um, sharing this with everybody? It's a public account. So it's Recover with Callie, C-A-L-L-I-E. That's great. And I follow it because yes. I love what you have to say. I love when you jump in the pool. That makes oh, me it's so fun. Happy. That's something I love <laughs> to do. If you don't um, just dance in a mirror, I would really recommend doing that. I just dance in the mirror and make a fool out of myself. And it's just me. And I usually put on a bathing suit or some fun lingerie and just dance in the mirror. And that's been so helpful in my recovery. I'm so glad to talk to you. I just think that you're really providing some positive energy in this topic. And you know, I am not a medical professional. I am not a doctor. So I'm the point of this podcast is for us to just share our stories and help each other. And I think that just by talking about things that we didn't talk about back in the day, no, not one person said anything when the head of the dance department like came around and took food off our things. No one said one thing afraid of like getting kicked out of school. And I also had a scholarship. So my grades had to be a certain level to stay on the scholarship. I really had a very time getting through that program. I wanted to leave so many times, but I made myself stick through it. And I don't know if that was a good idea or not, but I did it, you know, but I think it caused some damage for real. And it's only now 30 something years after leaving the program that I'm realizing that. And honestly, your journey and your sharing made me look at that and go, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Because sometimes trauma and sometimes damage can be so deep that you don't even know. You're just like, oh, well, yeah, they were hard. They were hard on us. That's how it was back then. It was old school. Something, something in your account and your sharing has caused me to be like, wait a minute, this is not okay. And yeah. it's okay to now look back and and realize that. And as I go forward, I really, if I have ever said anything in a class that's ever hurt anybody's feelings, I sincerely apologize because I try to be kind. I try to be good. But sometimes, you know, sometimes we say things and we don't even know that we're saying it. Do you ever have any plans to direct or teach? Oh, in I addition? love teaching. I'm planning on getting my drama therapy degree. Ooh. Um, in my master's in drama therapy. So I would love to teach. I, I have a couple of voice students right now. And it's been literally such an amazing time. I'm glad. I'm glad that you like doing that because I think you'd be amazing at it. Thank you. Any last words before we say goodbye today? Just that you are loved and you are valued and 
no matter what you have yourself at the end of the day and that's going to be the person that you are with so you better love yourself because you're stuck with yourself (laughs) thank you Thank you so much for having me. I want to thank Callie Ann Johnson at Recover with Callie on Instagram for that really in-depth interview and for being so vulnerable and sharing so much with us. You know, Rogers and Hammerstein said, by your pupils, you'll be taught. And I find that to be true every day. Next week, we're going to continue this conversation about food toxic diet culture and the entertainment industry, I have next week my good friend Christy Dubrow, a beautiful, beautiful performer and person. Right as I was interviewing Callie, she posted something about some very hurtful things someone she employed in her concert series had said about her weight and it was just extremely uncalled for and unnecessary. So I invited her to come on the podcast and next week you'll hear her interview. Remember, as the holidays come up, you never have to earn your food by exercising to excess to have a cookie or something. Just eat the cookie. We're alive for such a short time and food is delicious and and it nourishes us. It keeps us going. I love you all. I just want to say how grateful I am for you. Please join my mailing list if you want to hear more about upcoming programs and online classes and workshops I'll be having. 2023 is coming up so fast. Man, this was the fastest year. My website is www.michellebrochter.com and on there you'll be able to join the mailing list. Club Showgirl awaits. It's a positive community. It's a community where all are welcome and we continue these discussions. Thank you all and I'll see you next week. The Showgirl Tip of the Day podcast has original music composed by Joshua Holloway. Find him on YouTube, Joshua Holloway Music. This podcast is written by Michelle Bruckner and edited by Michelle Bruckner and Joshua Holloway. Find me on Instagram, Showgirl Tip of Day. Thanks for listening. We'll see you again next week with a new episode. Show, show.